Hi, Mr. and Mrs. American all the ships at sea. This is your gracious educator, cult hero, and rats movie star, Ed Sheehan. What's up, everybody? This is Joe, Joey Buns, you know, the brains behind the operation. We help business people, pest control, and other home services learn how to scale. Got a sweatshirt on over there. What, are you trying not to turn the heat on until you leave for Florida? Huh? Listen, I, 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 probably unlike you, was outside today, and it's cold. Okay, how cold is it? Either way, did you, you have the heat on in your house? The heat in my house is at 69 degrees, uh, and that's, why. what's the heat in your house? 71. Oh my God. Good for you, good for you. And I sleep with the windows open. Mm, I don't do that. I'm only joking, but I know how that might, you know, might bother you a little bit. So you really did have the heat turned on though? You sure? Joey? He was turned on a month ago. Wow. First cold snap, I said, if I now wait until it really gets cold, the thing won't go on. <laughs> so, so I turned it and clicked. You got heat. I said, oh, this is good. So here we are. You think you, what do you think? You think you're going to go to Florida if things stay how they are? Not if they stay how they are. No. I'm actually, you know what? If I miss Florida that much, I'll turn the heat up to 71. What do you think? <laughs> hey, listen, I don't know if that's going to make a difference, but you could always go somewhere tropical for a couple months, you know? Like one of these islands that only has a couple hundred cases. Yeah. Well, actually, we checked with our friends down in uh, Franklin and whatever. The county we, we would live in and the county where we have a lot of friends in. Appalachicola. Yeah, Appalachicola. Since the, since the virus started, between the two of them, they got eight deaths. Right now, there's 35 current cases. But it would seem... So far, the cases aren't dying. The cases, they're in the hospital. Well, I would say my, my advice would be to go. You're not flying. Yeah. Driving. And you're going to go somewhere. If you're going to isolate in New York, why not be warm and isolate in Florida? That would be my thought process. Are you trying to get rid of me for a reason? No. I'm trying to, no, I'm trying to, t I'm just telling you my thought process. If I could. Well, here's, 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 here's what I'm thinking. Mm. We take off. I don't know where we're going to stay, but we got to go, got to go through. We're not stopping in Jersey, obviously. We're not stopping in Delaware. Probably not stopping in Maryland, probably somewhere in Virginia. Yeah, so you go to Virginia. I got to look at last year's schedule. Uh, I know last year we stayed in uh, South Carolina, and then we stayed in Northern Florida. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if you're really that that concerned about where to stay, just go and Google cases in a, in an area, Southern Virginia. Google cases. You know, I bet you by the beach isn't as bad as other places. You know. Mm. or look for one of those, you know, small towns that has a hotel. All you're going to do is sleep and get on your way. Yeah. But yeah, I just, 
why stay and be cold in, in New York if you don't have to? I mean, if I could leave and run a business from a warm climate, I would. So let me ask you something. You make good points. Um, you, you're, are you trimming that beard? You look like you're trimming that beard. I'm not trimming the beard. That's a slow girl. Look at mine. Ooh, how lustrous. Yeah. And only two weeks. Imagine that. <laughs> you're a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, so we're going to add a twist to No Shemba this year. What are we doing? Well, first, let's remind everybody what No Shemba is. It's No Shave November, where we, everybody that participates shaves before November 1st, and then for the whole month of November, we let our beards grow, and the idea is that we donate money to a cancer charity that you would normally spend on trimming your beard or whatever the case is. Uh, <laughs> 20 bucks yeah but i mean we for you it's 20 for other people you never know um, okay but what we do is colony donates a hundred dollars per team member that that completes it um and this year some people remember last year we did uh a gofundme for a friend of ours who was fighting cancer unfortunately uh, guy, yeah. but um this year we're gonna have his family decide not publicly i don't know if they really want to be involved with that but they were going to ask the wife and the daughter and the, the son if you know where they want to donate the money if it's to the place that helped them or whatever the twist you ready i'm ready i'm gonna let you cut my hair Ooh, i get an order of zzzz. let's not get crazy but i'm gonna let you cut the bun wow the bun is long enough now that I can donate it to Locks for Love. Oh, you know, I was thinking of cutting it, and then spraying it with Krylon. That's like a liquid plastic, and put it inside a case. It's got to be worth money, no? Well, How come there's no light where you are? Light goes in and out, in and out. Because my head blocks the camera. All right, no problem. I got the shears here. Yeah, I'm going to use that thing I used to trim the hedges. No. Are we getting any press on this? Well, I'm pretty sure we'll break the internet. Yeah, but, but we've got to get in a couple of the TV stations because I notice uh, the political shit is, dr is, is dropping off. Oh, they need something new, right? Yeah, some, some, other, some other stuff because uh, I think, uh, well, we're not supposed to talk politics here. Anyway, I, I, I am still annoyed that I'm still getting excessive uh, emails from certain people. And I expect that once Trump decides to pack it in, I won't be getting 150 to 200 emails a day. You know, usually at the bottom of those emails, if you scroll all the way down, you can unsubscribe. Well, I found something better. I look at it real, you know, I, I find maybe one or two I want to keep to read. I click on select all, and I click the checks off those two I want to keep, and then I hit a button and boom. Look at you using technology. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> yes. I am surprised. So let me ask you something. Yes. Let's talk to the important news. Did Cadence win this weekend? 
Uh, she won the first game, not the second game. Did they, did they move her up again? Yeah, so the second game was with the team that she's been playing with. Right. They lost, I think it was like 4-1 to or 4-2. to two. And then they won the second game, the first game, which was with the, the, sec, the next level team. Or age-appropriate group. Uh, I would probably skill appropriate because they're all the same age. So there's A, B, and C. There's A, B, and C teams, um, and because she started late last year, they just put her on the C team. There was no trying out. Um, anyway, and there is no trying out really, unless you're an amazing player or um, you prove yourself. Because uh, true, true to suburban America, there's neighborhood politics involved. Uh, as you'll recall, when I played uh, youth sports, um, but sometimes what's good about it is she's a good player and they had no choice but to put her on the second team. You know what I mean? Yeah. But other people are on that team that suck. And the A team is a little bit more fast paced and some of the kids certainly belong there, but some of them don't. So... But the problem is, and what I don't think parents really think about until it affects their kids, and then they probably don't think about it either, is you tell these kids that there's a tryout, and then they all get put on the same team anyway. So You know what? Well, the thing that hurts the kids, too, wouldn't you rather be on a team that you're going to play and, you, you, uh, in a, in, and you're playing um, people your own skill and you actually – have a good time as opposed to you playing with these people that are so much better than you. And if that's the case, you probably get put in once in a while or you and yourself, the kids are not stupid. They're like, I'm really not as good as these people. So you give them a thing that they're not as good. If you bring them up level to level as their skill grows, much better. Listen, and some people will disagree with me and have disagreed with me, but I, well, like Cadence was uh, upset that she, because she knows that she, she knew that she shouldn't be on the regular team she's on. Um, so what, she, that, that C, that C team? When it first, when, when they first did the tryouts and she, you know, kids aren't stupid. She saw it was all the same kids in all the same groups. So she was upset crying and stuff. And I just told her, like, listen, these, this, this happens in life. And I told her about the politics and that. And I'm sure I'll get in trouble at some point where Cadence tells some, some little kid, you're only on that team because of your parents. <laughs> but I have no problem dealing with that. Like, if, as long as it's true. And people have said, why do, you, you know, why do you talk to your kids like adults? And why do you tell them this stuff? I remember being a kid and having those realizations where, Maybe you or mommy did not tell me the full truth. I know you never did that, but you know, in a, in a sense, everybody never did that. Right. Everyone. No, no, I probably did it all the time. Yes, but everyone thinks they're protecting their kids by by making up a story about something like this. Like, oh no, it's it's just you know you'll get it next time. Instead of just saying, yeah, you should be on the other team, but because of politics and people in the neighborhood. Their kids get that spot, and you're just going to have to shine here. I, I did tell you the truth one time. <laughs> you were on some team, and you I, to me, it was hands down, you were the best player. But some other kid's father was the assistant coach. 
and and uh, and you're telling the coach, you don't know what you're doing. What the hell are you doing? And after they picked him, you said to me, I don't understand. I said, listen, you are the best player. But when you tell a coach he doesn't know what the hell he's doing, probably you're not going to get picked as the MVP. Okay? That time I told you the truth. It's a tough deal, right? Because you tell your kids the truth and they don't fully understand it. And it's difficult with my kids because they don't always fully understand it. And they say, but why? Because they're innocent and they don't understand corruption and schemas and stuff like that. You got to start teaching them. No, no, no. I am. <laughs> there was a girl on the, the team in the second game that was a monster. I mean, she, she kicked two goals from a place that I don't even know if I could kick two goals. And she was 10 years old, right? And Cadence was basically like, oh, my, she's so good, blah, blah. I said, these are the type of kids that you have to play and you have to beat or at least be as good as them to get to the next level. And I just well, – You know what? The, 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 the higher uh, – the more advanced players you play against, the more advanced you become. Oh, we got the pop socket – not pop sockets, what do they call Fidget spinners. Oh. This weekend was like – I mean, these are the conversations I have with them. We got the fidget spinners. They paid for them, right? So I got 150. I'm trying to make it a contest, although I'm being told that I shouldn't put myself in a contest. But not that I'm going to win. But we got 50 fidget spinners each. And I explained to them, each, 50, each fidget spinner could be worth $60 to them, right? Yeah. If they sell, if they get one of their little friends, to sell their parents on my services. So I told them, I said, look, you pay, and I make them do the math. I said, they, they, these fidget spinners cost $165 when it's tax and shipping and everything for each of us, right? So then I'm like, how much, you have 50, if, you, if each one makes you $60, how much do you make? You know, so you see them both like doing the math in their head, their eyes, cadence <laughs> is like 3,000. I'm like, right. She's like, so I make three thousand dollars. I'm like, no, you gotta tr- subtract the one sixty five, and she so she did the math on that. And she's like, so I make this, and I said, yes, but you have to then figure out your time. And I just went through the whole thing with them, and they get a little like, I don't know if bored is the right word or overwhelmed. So then the key that I figured out is saying, are you guys done right now? We could pick this up later, and they say yes, please, right? But then they get it. So we'll the see. reason the reason you think they're bored. Is that it's more like they're thinking you're a pain in the ass. Yeah. I made, I made 3000 Now you're taking away this. Now you got to be good. How much am I going to weigh that way? You know, it's like, it's, when you're a kid, if that's what you're going to make, you, you, don't, you don't say I got to pay anything else. This is what I made. You don't figure out your time and stuff like that. Fine. But you can put it, you can phrase it like when you get older, you can figure out your time. You know, I just try and let them understand it. And then, like, we're sitting down later, and we were talking, but not nothing crazy about fidget spinners. And Avery was like, why, Daddy, why are there taxes? And he just saw, he was like, how much are they going to take for that 3000 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you really, uh, you broke the bubble now. No, mm. when they were, but you remember when they worked for me in the summer, I took money out for taxes. I know. Back in their bank, they, they didn't have the they didn't have the uh, opportunity to make three thousand dollars. No, but whatever, they'll figure it out. Anyway, so it is you know, the kids are the future. 